Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, beautiful human. Thanks for tapping on our conversation with Driver Era. I'm very excited. Ross and Rocky Lynch are back on the couch. They have a new album to talk about. It's called Girlfriend. Have you heard it yet? If not, it deserves your ear. We'll talk all about it. But please share this podcast with those you care about. Hit subscribe and let us know who we should invite on the couch next. Please. At Zach Sang Show on any form of social media. Okay, here we go. Beautiful human, we're here. We got the driver era here. Oh yeah. But really, the spectacular guest that I care about the most is your dog, which is like, God, I'm obsessed. This is the most distracting for me because it's all I want to talk about. (laughs) But the reality is, we have an album to discuss here, and we have something. uh, It's not new because driver era has been existing for a while. But I feel like, is it wrong to say that you're finally uh, not gaining your stride, but understanding what driver era is? especially as it is different than everything else you've done yeah. musically before. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, do you, do you better understand I, who and what driver era is today than before? I mean, yeah. No, I, I feel that. Honestly, we... Uh, that's kind of how the process goes for us. We're always, like, feeling like we're realizing something new with, like, whether it's the music industry or how we, like, produce things or say we're working on a music video or something. It's kind of always a... Like, oh... Okay, cool. We're getting better at that. It honestly always is. Um, yeah. But we're always trying to like I think we're always trying to experiment too. Yeah. So I don't know if I don't know if we're ever like fully settled for anything. It, it's you, hard to imagine we'd be satisfied ever. Yeah. Cuz there's a lot of bands just in general that have their thing and they just do their thing. Do you know what your thing is? I don't think we. I, I think our thing is experimentation. Our like thing I is, think if our yeah. if we had a genre, it should be experimental. I get that personally. I mean, I, hmm. I, I, I mean, ultimately, I, we'd love to be pop, like Endgame. Endgame, but he, progressive pop or well, so, something. Yeah, yeah. The truth is, like, pop is a collection of all genres, and I feel like yeah. I've talked to you about this before. Like, yeah. that's my opinion. So it could be whatever the hell you want. It's you know, pop is what's popular. So yeah. mm-hmm. it should be a variety of things. But mm-hmm. I agree. How is this album different than the last? Sonically, if we're experimenting, how is this experiment different? Um, well, we're always playing with chord structures and and melodies that we think are not traditional. Like honestly, yeah. 
we we have a hard time doing like traditional chord structures in general like the one five six four it's like a it's like a common why musical you, theory thing why can't you do you not want to do that or you can do that it's just kind of it's just kind of uh it like it's, it's all, a little too typical yeah for us and, and if we stumble upon it if we like find it accidentally and it happens to be that chord structure like and, and, and it moves us mm. we'll totally run with it mm. But we don't we don't like start the song being like cool this is our structure yeah. and here we go we were more like what can we find that makes us want to move in the studio and then we go off that inspiration. Would you say that the stories on this last album are a little bit more personal than the last, or maybe maybe I have a better understanding of like what's going on in life and how it's connected? Does that make sense? Yeah, like, like even I, the titles are very simplistic, but. You kind of get it, like in the role it may play in one's everyday existence. Mm -hmm. I definitely, yeah. I think this album is probably more personal than the than the last one. The last one was more. We were in like a punk rock kind of space where we were singing a lot about like, like "Welcome to the End of Your Life." It's like it's kind of like a song about existentialism. It's like, what if you died today? It's 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 that common phrase of um, "live every day as if it's your last." Yeah, that's kind of like what that song. Is about whereas this record is more talking about i mean there's you still have like existentialism kind of in it like in heart of mind where it's talking about like great song the passing of days and and trying to make the most of life but there's still like details in there that seem really personal mm -hmm. yeah no it's definitely more personal i think i mean that, I, like number one fan for sure yeah. it's like a very personal song it's for us it's kind of hard to not um make music unless it's somewhat personal Honestly, mm -hmm. like uh, if I'm ever doing any, if I'm writing down words, it's because somehow I'm in like a space where I'm like, oh, this is is really reacting to me. And I'm really f like feeling that. Other than that, like, I don't really like write literally mm -hmm. like we're like, are is Ross, are you the one writing mostly? Or what? It's, 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 well, nowadays, it's, it's like if, if whoever's singing wrote that. Ah. So when Rocky's singing, like nine times out of ten, like he wrote that, like, and we're trying to do that more because we feel like, and in, in in our process, the inception of the part, whether it's like a guitar part or or a vocal part, we we try to keep it as true to its um, inception as like possible. Is that for like emotional performance or what? Like honesty sake or just uh, kind of authenticity, I guess would be the word. But that kind of sounds. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I don't even think it's like oh, we want to like just try and be like our most honest selves. Like that isn't necessarily the thought, but it. I th I think we find that um, when we do what he's saying, where it's like all right, cool, like somebody played this part, that's who's doing it. We just feel like that's the most. Um, that gets the, like the the most juice yeah like <laughs> like then that part has the most life to it because we didn't like sit down craft it for a while change these words all right let's have someone cut it now let's like let's it's like, kind of all just we usually try and just have it happen and sometimes it bites us in the ass because yeah. sometimes there's mistakes in that process that we look back on and we're like should we do it again should we do another take should we try to like iron it out but honestly we kind of like how how yeah. it happens 
Are, are you kind of like a raw? Yeah. Are you writing alone and then bringing ideas, or like, how does that work? Like, are you ever sitting down and crafting a song together? But we, we do both, honestly. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a lot of time um, where him and I will just literally would be like chilling in the backyard, and we're like, oh, this is kind of a nice vibe. We'll hop in the studio, start just going to town. Um, Sometimes I'll be like, Rocky, play guitar with me. Yeah, and we'll just sit in the backyard and we'll yeah. just like play guitar together. How does number one fan start? Number one fan was a track that Rocky had produced up, um, and it was like this yeah. wild beat, and uh, it was like electric, and and I we we just like pulled it up one day. I like to session surf, I call it, because <laughs> we have like thousands of Go sessions in our, in our hard drive. So I just like session surf. And I try to find like a beat that maybe Rocky made, I made, we made together in the past. That's um. And you'll work off that. Yeah, whatever, whatever, like, whatever is like, oh my god, this is amazing, like, and and it pulls me in. And number one fan is is a great example of that. And then, I think soon after we opened that session, I just started being like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Rocky was like, yo, that's nice. Yeah. And then it was just off to the races. But it is personal. So are you? Like, from whose perspective are you writing that? Is it from your perspective? Are mm-hmm. you somebody's fan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's honest. On, like, the most honest form of that song is actually t- towards my girlfriend, Jasmine. As you are her number one fan? Mm-hmm. You it, guys but, are beautiful. But, but, it, it, but it... Like, that's 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 where the song started. And then it, it kind of takes on a life of its own. And it, and it, and it means... It has multiple meanings to me. It means, like... Obviously, I want to be her number one fan. She's like now releasing music and she's got her own acting career and she's amazing and super talented. And we definitely want to work with her in the future. Um, um, but it's also about being your own number one fan because oftentimes in art, you're, you can be your toughest critic and you can get in your own way. And um, even when we shot this music video, we had this whole like episode where we were like, I don't know, just trying to get this music video done. There should have been cameras rolling at that point. I know, <laughs> but we we were like got, kind of getting fed up, and we were just. Well, I mean, like you're saying, it's, it's sometimes easy to to get to a point where you're like, oh, you know, this isn't gonna work out or whatever, you know, like so. It it is it, you know it. it that song specifically, it is kind of nice to just be like, yeah. It, it, it just has like that under underlying tone of like, love yourself. Also, Vader's trying to get out. <laughs> Vader, bro. Hey, come here. Come, come here, Come back Vader. up here. Come here. Go <laughs> ass up Come here. here. I know you understand me, bro. Come on. He does. Come here. He's, he's very high maintenance. FYI. I felt. That's, that's some intense yeah. side eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he loves the side eye, bro. But to your point of like... Doubting, uh, doubting art. Uh, being your number one fan and having fans around you allows you the motivation and the fuel to keep going, even when like times get tough or really hard. Mm-hmm. Well, there has. Have you felt like is music worth it? Have you felt like is this going to yeah. work out? So yeah. Why do you do it? Because ultimately, we find a lot of joy in in like just writing and producing music and and there's like there's moments that we that we get when you oh no you might have to poop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
serious. He's whining at the door. Yeah. I don't know. He might. Th- maybe maybe let's have Rachel take him out. Yeah. There's a lot of smell. Let's just see if he stays. Wait, he's laying down now. Okay. Oh, beautiful, okay. beautiful man. Oh, you look so good right there. <laughs> yeah. Just stay right there. My dog's going to be so angry when he sees this video. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be pissed. He watches all my injuries. He's a big fan. Oh. No, but to answer your question, we, we find there's the, like, these moments in the studio where we... Um, oh, shit, I had a great quote that I was thinking of the other day. We do it to witness magic. What is the magic? When it works out? The magic is when you find something that like a like a it could be a hook it could be like a baseline it could be like the song in general but it, it literally is like ecstasy what drives that is it everything meshing together like how do you know it's a good song and do you get the same it's, feeling every time a song's done no sometimes when a song is done it sucks because and that's what number 1 fan is about like, I mean, Rocky. I don't, Rocky's a little more stable than I am. I've definitely had moments. I just where I'm act like, like I am. Yeah, it's hard, man. Sometimes you definitely are like, I don't need this. This is emotionally tumultuous, and I mean, I don't know. I don't like. Like, I've definitely had moments where I'm like, I think I'm. I think that might be well, it. That's because it's because you got a fallback career. It's because I got acting. Yeah. <laughs> you could just easily like, oh, let me go film something. Yeah. But yeah. What, like, what is the uh, why, though? What's the hardest part about it? Like, what are you not getting from this that you need to not have those thoughts? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I've been thinking about this recently. I think I could interact with, my, with the fans more, and that, that might drive a little bit more of the... Sh- the, the um, just like assurance that it's actually meaningful to some people, yeah. you know. But it is, you know. Yeah, people request for you guys to come on the show all the time. And oh, cool! You're also, I think, you've lived a lot of life, and I think it's reflective in this this album. Truly, like you're clearly in love. <laughs> I mean, and that's also cool to write about and to keep kind of. Uh, it's like a unique diary, you know what I mean? Yeah. If that makes any sense. For sure. So. Interacting with fans would make people be invested more. But you feel like they're not invested? No, 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 I do. I'm just saying, like, like, the, okay, so there's this part of your brain. It's called, like, the seeking system. Mm-hmm. And it's the part of us that is constantly wanting to learn new things. It's constantly wanting to explore. Um, and it's it's the thing that... It's the part of our brain that... <laughs> I'm totally talking out of my ass right now. But it's the part of our brain that 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 I guess fills us with um, endorphins when we do learn something new or when we do um, conquer something or yeah. take on a new challenge that you figure out. Yeah, so I think I I guess if if I were to like I don't know reach out to fans more often and communicate with them and see how. The music is reacting. I don't know. I, maybe it would like help silence some of those thoughts. That, but that that's not even a constant thing. Like the more the yeah. constant is like, wow, I love music, and I don't care who doesn't. Yeah, but it, like that. I mean, that's pretty cool to get there. Yeah? yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you have to go down to the like the black hole to realize that 
that's on the other side. Yeah, and also realizing why you why you create something, which is for you and then for everybody else. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, number one fan obviously plays a role in your relationship. What is it like to share that song with somebody? It's kind of funny because I actually we actually don't really play our songs for yeah. anyone until they're out. We, uh, we I don't know why. I was actually talking about this recently um, with Alex. Yeah? Yeah, because... And I was trying to explain it to her, and I couldn't really explain it, but I um, I think for how many times we, like, made a song or something, maybe played it for someone, um, and maybe not, like, gotten a reaction that you're looking for, or, like, somehow, it's, it's just, it's. I think in that situation, it's easy to be underwhelmed. Um, totally. And I think, I, I, I don't know how it came about, but I think we... What I was saying to Alex is I was like, I think I just try and protect my initial feeling towards the song um, when we were making it, when when it kind of was like coming together. And and at that point is when we're like, oh, yeah, this is like we're really we're ecstatic. We're just like, oh, this is great. Um, we and actually I, I had think a I moment. Protect it. We actually we actually had a moment where where I was like, I think I was going through like one of the dips. Yeah. And I remember you saying that to me. What? You were like, nah, bro. You oh, like, yeah. I'm I was on like, full protection yeah, mode. I was like, I'm on vibe control, bro. I'm not letting it happen. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because it's hard when you, when, you pour, when you pour love into something and, and, um, and it's like everything. And it's easy for people to just kind of on and, it. And it's, yeah, poke holes. And, yeah. Yeah. And it's not even like someone's like, oh, I don't like that song. It's just like uh, when we're in that position, there's like it's hard to not just like pay attention to every little thing that like someone is like doing while they're listening to a song, especially if you like just made it. Do you Mm -hmm. wish you had a set of ears that you trusted though? Or would you rather it's translated? Yeah. I trust his. Yeah. Yeah. And and there still is like, um, you know, once we have the album together and all that, like it still is floating around between like BMG you know, our management and whoever else we were close with and whatnot. It's not like we're getting, like, negative feedback by any means. Yeah. But it's just that, you know, like, we're playing songs for, like, our family or whatever. Yeah. They listen to, like, country music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a completely <laughs> different genre. It's, like, not even in the same world. And they're like, yeah. this is my favorite song or, like, this. And it's you just kind of have to be careful. I don't know. I don't know. I Maybe it. it's, like, our past is R5. I don't, I don't know. But we are definitely precious and we've been working on it. Yeah. I don't know. And it's really just the two of you. You don't do sessions with anybody or anything like that. Not recently. Um, no, because there's been times where we're in sessions and we're really and we're onto something. And they like, like together throw it. And and the the third person in the room where it's like a blind date, you just met them, yeah. are trying to like do some something like more gimmicky maybe. Yeah. And we're just like, man, if you weren't here, this song would be like way cooler <laughs> you know but 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 we do want to collaborate yeah leave me feeling confident uh-huh quality song is that a saxophone at the end or what is that a sax yeah that Sick. actually uh the that horn part was ellington wow yeah. yo like he actually played the no he he, is, he did it on like uh ableton he, push yeah he had like some i don't even know if it was that he like had some weird new thing he like someone sent him like this is like a couple years ago and it's like this weird like touch thing. And he was just messing around with it one day and started just doing a bunch of horn stuff. <laughs> he just put it in. We're like, this is sick. And then we actually just did a um 
like a little in-studio live taping where we brought a saxophone player in and he mm. played the part. It was pretty sick. Also, but, congrats to Ellington. He just got married. That's yeah. right. Mazel tov. Which, yeah. gosh. weird is talking, we're the last two members of R5 that aren't married. Yeah. Which is insane. <laughs> All weird. the other three are married. Yeah. And one's got a kid. Wow. wow. It's crazy. That's... Time moves. Crazy. Yeah. Are you in a relationship? Yeah. Yeah. You both are in... You're, you're yeah. in something, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that, I mean, that's... That, <laughs> We haven't really been saying this, but that's kind of why our album's called Girlfriend. Yeah. Like, kind of. Yeah. Because you learn a lot. I mean, I think men in general have a lot to learn from women. Oh, uh, yeah. Especially your, your I, significant other. I, yeah, I definitely do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have learned a lot. Yeah. And it's reflected in the album. But you're also, like, the only two in the group that uh, have girlfriends. Yeah. yeah. No fiancés or wives. No. no. Not, not as of now. Knock on wood. <laughs> Don't f*** up. Yeah, I'm <laughs> trying, man. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. What leaves you feeling confident? What fuels your confidence? I mean, I was gonna say just make it a song, you know, like straight up. I don't like if you get to a point where you're, where you're like if we just made something and we're pretty excited about it, yeah, that's probably the most. Um, oh yeah, that's probably where I feel the most like good mm-hmm. but how does somebody leave you feeling confident sex man oh <laughs> <laughs> um, i, I mean <laughs> i mean if they're telling you nice things probably leaves you feeling pretty good yeah um yeah 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 also <laughs> <laughs> what what leaves y'all feeling confident yeah oh i'm I can't tell you the last time i felt confident uh no i'm kidding uh, been a minute though. Been a minute. I don't know. That's a good. I mean, it's a great question. That's why I asked it. Yeah, it is. Like it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Compliments are pretty good. Sometimes it's there's they make me uncomfortable. Uh, also, sometimes yeah. I'm that way. And then sometimes Some, I think uh, like I have confidence from little dumb things, like not dumb things, like yeah. somebody yeah. coming up to me on the street or something. Yeah. And then it's so fleeting. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like whatever. Yeah, you're like I'll never see them again. That's so weird though. Like like we crave compliments, but then when we get them. Yeah. We don't like them. Yeah, I'm like, oh, thanks. It's so weird. Yeah. You know what makes me feel confident when someone says you can't do something, your idea isn't good, and it turns out to be the right idea, or you actually turn out to be good at oh. something? Mm-hmm. It's like a confidence where nobody's yeah. telling you anything. You're just like, oh, proved you wrong. Yeah. yeah. You're just like, you suck it. Yeah. Kinda I like, like that. Kind of like when you're in the studio and somebody's like, that's not a good idea. The song ends up working. You're like, oh, well, look who's right. I yeah. feel it. I think that's a good way. Yeah. That's how I would describe it. I like the Yeah. Proving somebody wrong. Do you feel like you guys have that? to do because like your musical history is like it's not super super long but like it ain't short like Mm -hmm. we met for the first time i think like probably nine years ago yeah eight years ago so yeah it's crazy that's pretty crazy time flies when you're existing Um, (laughs) wild but do you feel like you have people to prove wrong that's almost yeah it's kind of i guess it's kind of inevitable somewhat when it comes to like business like you like like people I guess you worked with in the past or even just like any like uh like previous thought you maybe thought people thought about your previous band. Hmm. 
So yeah, there there is like a bunch of yeah preconceived notions. Yeah, and... yeah, they're they're all yeah. You, we almost have like a a bit of a chip on our shoulder, I guess. It's like it's like hard not to. Um. But I, I don't think we do. I don't think we really do anything to try and prove someone wrong. Yeah, then like, we can't we can't make music from that space. Yeah, like whenever we're making music, it just has to be like, woo, life's good. Yeah. You know. Even though it's not always good. Are there songs about life not being good? But they all... I don't know. The first yeah. half is pretty peachy. Yeah. So, like, are you afraid to tap into... I don't know. Something that's more sad? Something that's more... I don't know the right way to... Uh, realistic is not I the right you. word. Because happiness and peachy is reality, too. Mm-hmm. But both sides of, you know, the way we, we yeah. operate. Yeah. Like... Beautiful Girl is a beautiful song. It makes me feel good, even though I'm not a girl. But it yeah. makes me like, God, it makes me want beauty in somebody. Mm-hmm. And it it leaves me with a smile on my face. Sure. But, like, there could be a whole other side to that that's way darker. Well, you yeah. know what's kind of funny is I, f- I think we kind of like to hide. That. We like to hide, the, a, like, a little bit of that in some of the songs. Because to, to Beautiful Girl is that is... A little bit more of a realization of like um something not so good somewhat it's a, it's a, it is a little more um of coming to terms with like how things are and that is i don't like it, will it change like so i think i th- i do think we 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 i don't know if we do on purpose but i think we kind of like to just like sneak them sneak some of the emotion emotional stuff in there and i th- i th- i th- I feel like you, if you, you almost have to dive in it to kind of like yeah, find a couple it. layers. Like yeah, like I, because I, I, I don't really think Ross and myself are are very like, I, I like I don't think we like wake up every day and we're just like let's yeah like you know they're they're there's highs and lows. Yeah, yeah, you know we do our standard yeah highs and lows. Um, but I do try my best to, um be aligned with positive emotions yeah. i do i try my best but but i'm definitely sensitive rocky's definitely sensitive yeah. i think we're all sensitive you have to be sensitive artists they, they, they're not numb mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. does love factor into this body of work yeah because it's about mm-hmm. girlfriends and mm-hmm. are you in love in a way you haven't been ever before yeah Both you can you? say that yeah for sure i uh for sure what what makes it different? But you? Uh, I mean, I was <laughs> literally the last like couple of interviews we've been doing. I'm like, you know what? I've I've finally realized that I just like what I am. I need to discover or just get better at is is like the relationship is 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 how to navigate the relationship and how to navigate love and how to navigate the opposite of love and how to navigate you know a- any feelings of. Uh, whatever isn't love like any feelings that could be negative in a relate like that's what i'm i'm learning I to be it. honest honestly yeah like not to run from situation sure, literally the, anything that has to do with sadness anything that has to do with your significant other is what i have been like <laughs> learning a lot there's a lot to learn yeah yeah, yeah and i i felt like i i, I thought i knew but you know, you know how that goes. Like, you never know yeah, anything. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, so I, I've I've been kind of like 
honestly, the last like month, I've just been like spinning, yo. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't even know. Like this is actually crap. therapy. Yeah, like, I bought a, I bought a vape. Holy, really? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like, how that's, you know that. That's what that's I'm saying, bad. and that is not me. So well, yeah, yeah. We just came from hockey. We can't yeah. be vaping and playing hockey. Exactly. Oh my god, you're gonna pass out on the ice. Hold on. Seriously? So, are you paranoid and stressed out because you could do something wrong? Like, what is fueling it? <sighs> Commitment. I mean, it's weird because sometimes if if like you look up the tendencies of a Scorpio, it like matches. Like, if you look at the negative tendencies of a Scorpio in a relationship, it's literally me. It's the weirdest. <laughs> I'm like, are you Google a Scorpio? It. Yeah. <laughs> It's the weird. Rattle that down. Yeah, that's so it's, awesome. It's so fun. And so, like, I'm like reading that, and I'm like, what? Like, what? Okay, if I that is kind of my, I do have those tendencies. But like, what? Like, wh <laughs> why does that? Make I can sense? just Google it. And yeah. I know now. Well, yeah. yeah, astrology is moon and stars. Yeah, it's amazing. crazy. They've it, been around far longer than all of us. Yeah. Longer than religion, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, one hundred percent. Right? I, I like I mean, astrology. I would say so yeah, I would say, I would hope. I mean, was it? There's no star, no moon, no sun back then. <laughs> I mean, that'd be weird. Like, right? Like, they, right. we had to go. We had to start with something. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it, it makes you realize and then want to get better. But uh, that's what I would hope it would do. But instead, you bought a vape. So <laughs> the internet tells you exactly who you are. In a relationship, and your coping mechanism is to not fix well, it. I, I guess okay, like me, me, you can be proactive right now. Yeah, like okay, it's it's not that like uh, like the vape happened because I was like, oh, let me like cope with like my situation. It's just like I guess like if you take like all right, like uh, my what's happening in my relationship, and maybe just like like whatever's happening in my life right now has just been a bit of like a whirlwind. It's just kind of where I've been at. It's I been a little hectic. It's like, you know, you got album coming out. Um, obviously, you got the whole pandemic stuff. Um, you, uh, Our mom has had some crazy stuff go down recently. It's it's just like a bunch. Like, it's just been kind of crazy. Yeah. It's so like, But enough life to write another album about? Yeah, honestly. There's always something that. to write about. Yeah, you got Seems like live. you guys have a lot to write about from what I've been hearing. In the last <laughs> we, 10 minutes. We, we've been working on a lot of dance music, actually. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah it's. We got it's like, it's pretty sweet. Uh, we'll show you. Yeah, please. Yeah. It's weird. Like, you know, I really do think of you as a rock star. Like, watching you on stage is such a, like, I, it's a pleasure. I like, agree. It's, it's, God, I've said it before. Like, you putting on a live show is I, impeccable. I, I agree. Like, you yeah. leave everything out there. Thanks. Why man. do you think I'm not a solo artist? <laughs> <laughs> Holy. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of weird to hear, like, being two years from the stage because it's, I mean, I don't have any doubts or anything. Like, I'm a pretty confident guy. To get back up on there? No, I'm just like, people have just like said that to me a few times. And I'm just like, really? You don't see it? You don't, I mean. I got, no, I'm just like having just fun. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm just in the moment. I like get flashbacks. I think you performed at the Shrine or something. down Like some like weird downtown venue. Like some big, it's like a, it wasn't the Shrine? Where did was you perform in L.A.? Was kind it, of, yes. It, uh, oh, Nokia Theater. Nokia Theater? Or? Yeah, was it Nokia Theater? I thought it was a... Maybe. I don't know. Whatever it was, I remember seeing this show so vividly. I was watching from the corner. I was like, holy... That was wild. That was sick. It was sick. Sick. <laughs> I guess it was Nokia Theater. Why did I think it was like a giant gymnasium or something i mean i'm i'm totally <laughs> guessing i'm horrible with venue names like, and or when we no them. theater sounds familiar but that might have been a while ago yeah r5 was definitely in existence then mm -hmm. yeah we play nokia as yeah nokia theater 
Yeah, probably. Do you wow. like sharing the responsibilities creatively between the two of you? Yeah. Is it easier yeah. to manage? Yeah. I think... We just work well together. Yeah, it's like... I don't know. Yeah, it, we we like... Like, our, our music preference is... Um, it's never often that I'm like, yo, I was messing with this song. Like, I like the song. Ross, like, I hate that. Like, it's, it's we, we have very similar approaches to music and just how we like, like what we f- with. At this point, it's like there's so much magic that has happened. We, we almost have a service. We, we have to, we, we have to service those songs or else we're doing a disservice to ourselves. Yeah, I get it. It's there, like you can do it, so you got to do it. Yeah, and because like like like, we'll be in the studio sometimes. Where we're just like, I've never heard anything like this. This is amazing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's like we're just like just if, dancing. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. How much are you sitting on? Like, do you have songs that are finished that you could release if you want? It's. Arguably. Usually, we don't finish a song until it's like someone's like, "We need some." Sh- we need an album. They're like, all right, we kind of like go in and do it. But we're sitting on like probably like fifty to like a hundred songs of just like interesting. Maybe they're maybe they're like some songs are at like seventy five percent, and some are at like twenty five. It's kind of the songwriters' curse. Yeah, curse. Like, yeah, like most most songwriters are like that. They probably just aren't like honest you know, about it. It's so crazy because I've had a thought where I'm like, if you don't have like a hard drive full of just like random ideas, like yeah, it's like what do you? You're probably Are just, you just not in the not studio writing, and then yeah. I've seen something. I, I want to say it was Calvin Harris that was like, "I never write a song I don't finish." Mm. So yeah, no, a lot has, of artists are like that. Yeah, and it's like I understand the benefit of that. Like, if for some reason a while back we were like, "All right, you know what? These like twelve songs we just started last week, we gotta put. We're just, let's finish and just started like working yeah. our way up." You, we probably could have done that, but it's like I don't. I don't like. Now we have like a situation where it's like, all right, cool. It's like, let's put out some music or put out an album, and we have like this, we have like a, a prospect pool to pull from. Yeah, and you pick the best. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we're just like, oh, you know, I was vibing this thing we messed with like two years ago, and we can just grab it, pull it up, start messing with it. All of a sudden, you have us from, from twenty twenty one working on it and doing whatever the whatever we feel at that point, and it is, and then we start going. You know, it's wild. Like you bring up like Calvin Harris, and yeah. everybody does have like their. There's similarities to everybody's approach, but ultimately, like, I think a lot of it has to do with, like, how one creates. Like, Tiesto has the same sort of mindset. There's a lot of producers that, like, if you do a session with them, you need to leave the room with some sort of song. a rough something, you know? Like, Which like, it's is, wild. that's the best way to go about it, probably. It, it's, well, because it's regimented, but yeah. also, like, you don't leave any room to breathe, and then you feel like the pressure of the clock is always ticking. Yeah. It, I think John Lennon said that, too. He's like, just it, as long as you, he's like, just finish it. Yeah. He's like. Talk about pineapples, I mean, or or, or like there there there's like this video where like George, um, what's his name? I cannot believe I just said that. George like, Harrison. Yeah, <laughs> George Harrison was like trying to finish something, and he's like something in the way she moves attracts me like uh, and they couldn't find that part. And John Lennon's like in the other room, it's like a pomegranate. <laughs> <laughs> it's super funny, but uh, apparently he, his philosophy too was like. Doesn't matter what you say, just finish the song. You can tweak it later. Yeah, you'll come back to it. Yeah. 
It makes sense. Like, just in workflow, you know, mm-hmm. for anything. Yeah. So you guys have songs from the X era that you'd go back and revisit, or do you feel like since it's two, three years old, that, like, is it time to move on? There's a song that we love from that time. It's called Friends, and it's so, like, it's so punk. It's like punk hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'd love to release that song. But why don't you? Don't you really call your own shots? Yeah. So why wouldn't you release it if you want to release it? Honestly, I feel like if we were struggling it's, more, we probably would release more <laughs> yeah, music. It's, if they forced you to. <laughs> like, if we had to make bills or something, like, I don't know. Maybe we need to buy more expensive <laughs> Yeah, it's, it, that is honestly the, the question that we ask ourselves often. Where we're like, all right, like. But I think that's also what makes our music special is it's not forced. Yeah. And it, and it does come from a place of, like, true inspiration we're ready to put love into whatever we're working on. And if we're not, we just don't work. But we're also only going to release music when somebody comes to collect the bills. <laughs> when somebody goes, we Maybe. paid you money and you need to help pay that back. <laughs> yeah. Or however it works. Honestly, yeah, we, we, could, we could be better about that situation. Um, and we've, come, we've talked a bunch. We're like, you know what? It would probably help if we weren't in L.A. If we just like went somewhere for like a couple of weeks, we could probably wrap a full mm. album. If we just didn't have the distractions of LA or somehow things get in the way. And I think also we tend to, um, we tend to put like one song can kind of like take up a lot of space in our being. Yeah. So like if we end up getting close to finishing one song about, by the time that song's being mixed and by the time it's being mastered and stuff, sometimes it can like, it can just take a lot out of us. We can linger. Honestly, yeah. It, Which it, song off the album would you say did that the most? Uh, honestly, for me, it was maybe. Uh, I was gonna say it was maybe when you need a man, but it's uh, it's tough. This there. I'm gonna say number one fan. Is that because you wanted to just get it perfect? Yeah, like then even like even after we've released, it, I haven't listened to it. Because it takes me about a year to be able to listen to a song. Why? Is that because you want to change it after it's done? Yeah, or? like, like, yeah, like, yeah. You I could tweak some things. Yeah. You always there, But you, yeah, always, always. It's, yeah, it's, it's never ending. Um, but so then, like, a year afterwards, you'll, like, stumble upon your music, and you'll be like, oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> speaking of other artists, I've heard, uh, I want to say it was Tame Paula that said something funny like that, where, like, He's like walking down the street and he hears like, uh, I want to say it's the less I know the better. Just like playing in like a restaurant and he like hadn't heard the song in like a year. And he had, and like it came, I want to say it was like when it kind of came out, um, but like right after it kind of came out and he's like, so yeah, he's someone that like just hadn't listened to the song for whatever reason he like, and that's a, (laughs) that's a pretty big song. Big song. Uh, Great song. It's awesome. Uh, It makes, I mean, I get it. Like it's very personal to you when you're doing it. It weighs on you to get it right because it's so personal and Gosh, once it's out there in the world, you know you can't fix it, so why would you ever listen to it? And the last time you listened to it, you were able to fix it. Mm -hmm. You can change it for live shows. Honestly, a lot of times, yeah, once we get into, like, the live setting, we like to just have fun with it, throwing some guitar solos or, like, we'd like to go ham with it. That used to be one of the precious factors, though, of of kind of hoarding the music was being like, well, worst comes to worst, this song becomes, like, our biggest song, and then we got to play it for years. (laughs) You know, is like that a that, fear of yours? I mean, it, I, 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 my maybe was a thought in the back. It's of fun. My it's head. like one of those things where like <laughs> it could be a fear, but 
it should be it a, should be a good thing it's a goal yeah. Yeah. yeah god you know what we've been that's you'll, the thing you'll carp, uh, de- whatever you put that in a box somewhere real easy when the, you see the checks that that song can bring in yeah but it's not about i mean like it's not about money i mean i don't i don't know it's true though it isn't about money it's about art that matters and then if a, yeah. like you know hit song is like a tennis ball underwater it'll always rise to the top that's what they say well, you look back like at that saying. Yes, I like that. that. Was that one again? I've never heard that. I, you know, caught me off guard. An old person said it to me. <laughs> I like that's, that. That though. sounds like an A and R definitely sent you that. Yeah, <laughs> like an old guy, like yeah, an old, an old guy A&R. who has like the coke shivers. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> tennis uh, a hip song is like a tennis ball yeah. underwater. No matter what, it's gonna come to the top. Oh yeah, okay. Mm, I like that. That's nice. Yeah. I do That's, like that. Okay. Well, what do you guys think when you listen back to Preacher Man? Would you change anything about that, or do you still like how that sounds? Well, that that's the that's the only song in the Driver Air's history that we actually had the least amount of control over. Yeah. Uh, we At that point, we were still... Um, you were at Hollywood. We were still signed to Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So... And that song came out. Um, I want to say we like the our deal we worked out where we split, and then we put out... I want to say Afterglow came out mm-hmm. independently. Right after that, I think. Would um, you have not released Preacher Man or if, Preacher Man if you could? No, I think it's great. I, I, once it's, once the song's been out, and it's usually like, oh, we're, we're like, we're like, oh no, everything it doesn't even matter. We're just like, everything should be out at that point. We're like, yeah, yeah. We're like, no, for sure, Preacher. Like all that should have come out. Yeah. Are you today looking back happy that you gave up control when it relates to that song, or? Do you learn something from making that that allows you moving forward to have more control and I don't know handle the situation better? Because like I mean, you seem like independent people. I don't think you'd like it, to sit in a studio with somebody and they're telling you pre- what to sing. Preacher Man was uh, the reason why, like, uh, basically our our five ended up stopping and becoming the drivers because Preacher Man came around and everyone on our team, everyone at Hollywood was like, all right. Like this is like a this is the radio song. You gotta cut it. Like we gotta like make some change around now ish, and that's when um, you know there was like there's there a couple meetings where we were at Hollywood like all right like having a meeting about changing the band name. There's like a meeting, and everyone was still there and we, like there was like names thrown around. I can't even remember what they were, but um, and then after like a month or so of like that process working out, I just got to a point where I was like all right we can't even we can't just like have the same band and be like hey we're we are now whatever the name would have been like so and then it got to the point it is now um well because we were just we were the ones spending all the time doing it yeah because we like and and once as we're here now it's it's obvious that it it should have gotten to this point because everyone has their own interests like um and i want to say we might even talk about this last time we're here but like you know Rydell uh she loves YouTube. She that's her gig. She, she doesn't want to write music. She doesn't care to write music. Um, you know, and and you know, Riker, he likes doing uh he's a little more I mean, he does music still on the side as well, but he he wants to make videos, he wants to make movies, he wants to do that kind of thing. And Ellington still does music as well. Um, which we're always hitting up Ellington, we're always trying to get in the studio with him. Um But it, it makes the most sense to where we got now, I it, it probably there there was I don't really think there was another option. This was, yeah, this is, it almost, yeah, yeah. Preacher Man's a good song. I had no idea that you didn't have much of a hand in making it. It, it, It's definitely a good song. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a, it's a great song, honestly. Yeah. 
Gosh, so long ago. Uh, yeah. What are you thinking? I had a question in my head and I just completely You left literally it. were about to say it. <laughs> I know. He's thinking went... about that tennis ball right now. Yeah, I'm thinking about the tennis ball. <laughs> He's like, why is it back. rising? <laughs> oh, well, that's what I was going to ask. Why did you guys split up the album kind of in like two parts? It's just kind of how it happened. Okay. Yeah. Um, for a while, we were thinking um, the, the future of music and the way that people consume it is on a track-by-track track basis. Um, so we were thinking we were just going to release tracks as they came out. As as we completed them, we'd put them out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I guess we just had a, just, we just had a group of them, and we thought might as well yeah, group them together, right? I mean, we we knew a tour was coming up. Obviously, we managed in our ear like, hey, like finish some tracks, like let, like we got to put something out before this tour. And normally we're normally he's coming back from filming something. We're rehearsing at the exact same time, which is what was happening right before the pandemic. He had just finished filming. We were rehearsing and trying to rap a bunch of songs at the same time. And, like, it was super hectic, super hectic. And then I was like, oh, the tour is canceled. Boom. And then we just kind of took a break. Um, started putting out just kind of a song. Like, we'd finish a song. We'd be like, all right, let's, like, let's put it out. We did that for a second. Um, and then it, it, just, uh, it just got to a point where we're like, all right, let's... We got some songs out there. We let's, we want them to live on something like on like a package. So like, let's just make it a two part. It just yeah, it just like almost like Organic. filled itself in. Yeah. Interesting. Did you? Yeah. I mean, do you like the way it played out? Like, would you do it again? I actually love the way it played out. Yeah. It. I yeah. love the I love the album cover. I, I love, love the it. album name. <laughs> and I and I'm I'm really stoked about all the songs that ended up on this record. Um, I feel like it's some of the best work we've done to date. And it really gives um, our fans a little peek into, like, what our hard drive looks like. <laughs> By the way, listen to the album. There's a link in the description below. Just click it. Go peep it. Ear. it. Totally deserves your ear. What do you want people to walk away with after listening to it? What I've been saying recently is that we pour a lot of love into the music that we make. So hopefully people just feel that and it... Um, influences them throughout uh their life i I mean ultimately to soundtrack their life would be sweet like if you want to listen to it on the daily that's awesome yeah i I mean but to feel the love that we put into it is the ultimate goal if one song in the album moves you i think that's that's kind of all i'm asking for if if like if you can be someone that Cause that, that happens to me. Like someone will put out an album, and like somehow I'll I'll find myself on like one song, and I'm like, whoa, this is something special. And if someone can have, rem- like anything close to that kind of re- reaction or exchange with a song that we've you know put some love into and created, like that's something special. I, I love that. I love it. What what song off this album best captures where each of you are at today? Flash drive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like one of the latest songs, but the whole th- the whole time it's just like I don't know. It's just I talking about yeah. It's like till I feel love. Yeah, I'm kind of joking, but much. it makes sense with the story we were saying. Earlier. <laughs> uh, that's a good song. That's a good song. If you haven't heard that one, that one's a good one. Oh, we've listened to the album. Oh yeah, we got a freaking link. Yeah, Dude, you did. I forwarded <laughs> you the link. I don't. Th- I, I check your spam, bro. Check your spam. <laughs> Let me check the trash folder. Wait, you didn't, no way. You didn't get the link? No, I mean I just have whatever is on Apple right now. I mean, oh, I'm five or six songs, but oh, I have the whole thing. What is it? Fourteen or sixteen altogether? What I think it? it's fifteen. That's something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Majority of them are out. God, 
Yeah, yeah I was listening. Oh, a 14 S, whatever. <laughs> that represents me the most now. Yeah, it gave you some good time to think. Um, I think Heart of Mine, probably. It's funny. I was actually, I was kind of like, yeah, I kind of feel that. Yeah. Yeah. Because time's moving real fast, man. Yeah. Good fast or bad fast? I mean, just life fast. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's mostly always good. Mostly. Yeah. Most of the time. Can't have good without the bad. Yeah, but you need a little contrast. I agree, but it's mostly good. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it good? It's great. Man, we just played hockey today. Kicked some yeah. 40-year-olds' asses. <laughs> um, <laughs> <sighs> Nothing better than that. <laughs> no, we actually, That's how we feel confident. We, we actually love our, our little hockey drop-in group that we got. It was great. We, we, uh, we set up a little grill after the game. <laughs> And we had some beers, uh, cooked some hot dogs. It was uh, wonderful. You've been playing hockey at the same place for a very long time, right? In the oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've been playing for since I was three. Yeah. We love hockey. Didn't you play with Justin Bieber? Wasn't he a part mm-hmm. of the group yeah. at one point? We, yeah, we, we played with him a few times. We played with him recently, actually. Yeah. Uh, he's pretty good. Yeah. He's, There's only so many ice rinks in L.A. So, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you got to yeah. go to the same yeah. ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he was dope to skate with, honestly. You know what? He's I good. actually was... Um, it was really nice to see that he... Seemed like he was in a really good place. Oh. Like that—that uh, that was my biggest takeaway from playing hockey with him. Is he like after the game, he like made sure and like went up to everybody and was like, he seemed really happy. Yeah. I, was, I was, I was, it was nice to see. He is, yeah, really special person in a positive yeah. place. And uh, yeah, the last few months, God, he's an incredible human. And yeah, very kind, and he exudes it, and mm-hmm. incredibly grounded. And that's what love could do for you. That's mm-hmm. what a great partner has the ability to do. Bring the best out in you each and every day. While you hopefully bring the best out in them. That's what you should want in a relationship, no? Amen. I Amen. God. Love looks good on you, Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> You're missed. Um, you go. Please. Well, a song that I haven't got to hear. But uh, why did you name Crazy Baby Crazy Babe E? <laughs> that, was, that was just what I called the session. Because uh, okay. like, I thought it was cheeky. Yeah. And then uh, when the song came to its completion... That was the same lyrics we were using, and I, I just thought it looked cool phonetically. I Catch, don't know. Catches your eye. Yeah. Mm, absolutely. I really love that song, though. That's a that's one of the first songs as the Driver era where we are both singing um, lead mm-hmm. vocals. Are you, like, are you nervous in that moment? Um, or do you feel like this is your destiny? It's weird because <laughs> that. <laughs> he was, like, confident, ready to go. I mean, He's been watching you and waiting and plotting like take over. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of songs that Rocky sings, though. Yeah, there's um, kind of like I was saying earlier is I don't do much writing or singing, um, ever. Unless if somehow like uh, I like, I like I'm I'm in a place and it somehow just like comes out of me. But, but you, like I'm pretty reserved and I'm I'm I, you never hear me sing. I'm singing around the house. What is the place? Like, 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 emotionally uh, in the right place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Physically? Somehow, somehow, uh, like, for in Crazy Baby, for instance, I came home. Crazy Baby's a track Ross produced most of. He was, he was, he working on something. I came home, I was like, wow, I like what I'm hearing. He was already, um, he kind of had already sent, like, already had multiple of his parts in there. And I was just outside, and I was like, oh, like, okay, there's, like, this thing that's just, like, coming to me. Um... And there's some words there. And I was like, you know, I was like, oh, yo, Ross, like, here's, like, this thing. And he was like, 
Record it, bro. I was like, yeah, I'm sick. Right. I'm sick. I'm sick of like being like singing a part that he made up, and I'm just like, bro, you sound better singing your part. Sing your part. What are you doing? <laughs> so yeah, that now there's a song where there's two leads and but then your truth, yeah, yeah, it is. But but I know we've been like talking about this, but yeah. um. It is kind of like a spiritual experience yeah. writing music. Yeah. Because oftentimes it kind of feels like it's happening to you. What is? Like writing music. Like the, the yeah. There's, uh, it's so weird. <laughs> I just kinda, blew his mind. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like I've, I've heard a couple of people say this. I want to say. Um, Billy Joel, I think, said it. And uh, I think Chris Martin. Mm-hmm. There's, they'll say funny things where they're like, yeah, you know. If you're in the right space the and, you got, and you got the yeah you got the you know the right vibe like maybe you'll get lucky enough that like music will come in and say what up to oh, you dope by the way you are correct and chris martin really believes that all of the songs are bestowed from a power above him yeah and all of the hit songs he's had are not from him he like thanks he he's a whole spiritual mm-hmm. theory mm-hmm. wrapped around it's, like viva la vida like yeah he's like I think it started with the drums or the strings or something. He told the story on the show. He's like, it was bestowed upon me. That's the one that goes dun, 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like it was given to me from the above. Honestly, I feel like if you write enough music or just any, if you write somehow, if you're doing a certain amount of like creative artistic stuff, I think you will get to a point where you're like, whoa, like, like Chris Martin, where you're like, okay. How, like how did all that actually happen? Mm-hmm. Like like how was like? Yeah, it's it, honestly it's gotta, it's mind blowing. It's literally mind blowing to mm-hmm. us. Be open I to agree. receive. Yep. You gotta let go. You gotta you gotta silence the your brain. The fear. Yeah, you, it's like yeah. So you can't just sing on command. Does, does that make you afraid for when touring I mean, will resume? I mean, I'm like okay, I I. I can like if it's like oh we gotta play a show it's like oh here's this part I'm gonna sing but I'm not really just someone that's like uh, oh my gosh I love singing like I'm walking around singing oh I want to be an artist I want to be a singer I I loved making music I loved producing I love I loved just like um, everything about music that wasn't necessarily words or melody like even growing up I would always just be like oh this is like a cool guitar part and so every everything I did with music was normally um, like just like the instrumental side of it and that's and i would do that often i'd be working in the studio and then times would happen where ross would be like in vancouver he'd be off filming or something so i'm kind of the only one in the studio and i'd be doing my thing i'd be just making a track um and at one point i was like wait a second <laughs> what is it that i'm hearing right here and you know then it just kind of from there obviously happened more often and, and kept going and Damn. You know, now there's just like more than a couple songs that I happen to sing. Rocky's actually a great way. singer. He's just not a show off of a person. Yeah. Oh, thanks, bro. <laughs> um, but your voice needs to be heard. Yeah. Living at your destiny. Mm-hmm. Boom. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. 100%. It's very cool to see you guys share that role. I, uh, it's pretty sick. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you're also brothers, so it kind of also makes sense. Do you guys ever have to separate big brothers and bandmates or is it all kind of blend together it all blends together for the most part (laughs) do you want it to blend yeah i mean i feel like ross and i for for majority of our lives have been um like they're like we just uh, i feel like we've just kind of gotten along pretty well 
Like, not that it's like, um, like, we didn't really, like, try to get along or, like, put, t- it's just, like, it's always been pretty, like, seamless, and, and, um, I think we just understand, um, each other's boundaries somewhat, um, not that we really have any, but, like, I think I'm just kind of, like, aware of, of Ross's ways, and he's kind of aware of mine, and we just, it just kind of is, like, it's just, like, a little happy meeting. And we're like-minded. Yeah. 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 And that awareness of, like, each other's quirks and knowing, like, what triggers each other allows you to kind of exist harmoniously. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you yeah. know what minds to avoid. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You don't step on each other's toes. <laughs> I see. And he's got a f- toenail, yo. Do you? Is it from <laughs> yeah. hockey? It's from basketball. Oh, what the f- <laughs> Who are you? Why he's are got you a doing cr- all this? He's Why do you need to crazy know. toenail, yo? What's lo- going on? I love sports. You don't need. No, <laughs> I shouldn't do that. <laughs> I'm pick, telling you. Pick I, love one. I mean, every time you hit the ice, it's a risk. I know, but I'm God. so good, bro. Imagine <laughs> up your face. <laughs> I wear a mask. Yeah, but you never, you never say never. Justin Bieber quote. Um, what are you thinking? So you guys, never and the rest of the family never. never talks about getting the whole band back together. That's just something that they're not interested in. Well, they come on tour with us. Okay, are they are they playing? Yeah. Oh. So so yeah, we're they, con- so they are the band still. Oh yeah. Are you kidding? When when the tour is happening, they're like, I'm there. Yeah. Like it wasn't even a decision yeah. to be made or anything. They're just like. I'm, yeah. they're just like, that's my spot. Yeah. I'm, I'm touring. What's yeah. up? Yeah, like Ellington not on the drums. That's weird, right? Well, Ellington well, actually is not. Really? That's, yeah, so yeah. We, we've, we've been, um. Sorry. We, so no, yeah, that's, so well, I mean, it's a little heartbreaking, but yeah, it's okay. We've been, um, drum wise, we've been cycling through a couple different drummers. Um, and they're all great, honestly. And then, uh, bass, Riker still plays bass. And we honestly came to the, I specifically have come to the realization where it's like, honestly, Riker's a pretty dope bass player. And he, like, he not only is going, um, he's not only going to hold down, hold down the bass line, um, he also uh, does a lot of, like, our... Uh, our Musical like, directing. Yeah, like, our show setup and, like, there's a lot that kind of goes on behind the scenes, whether it's with... Um, uh, just like different parts and like working with uh, you know working with whoever is drumming and stuff so Riker does actually benefit a lot of that um and Rydell still plays keys because she honestly she just doesn't want to miss out she wants to come on tour she wants to have fun um and she obviously is a great keyboardist um and like they all still want to perform you know yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's cool that you still have keys and you have a full band yeah. I mean it's a lifestyle when we're on the road yeah. it's like a, it's like a it's like a whole thing are are you excited to get back there? Oh yeah, for sure. We're excited to be because we're we're literally doing a whole like world tour again. Is that what you've been planning? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna do a whole states run, and then we do a European run, and then a South American. Is it announced? Run. Yeah. Why didn't I see that? I think most of it's announced. I don't think our Japan dates and our Australian dates. Twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty. Well, November fifteenth. Yeah, Where November. U- yeah, it's U.S. and then yeah. Europe is like January. Mm-hmm. I think. And then South America's March or something. Wow. And then Japan and Australia is a little bit later that year. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. Well, we just have always been able to tour. Yeah, you have been. Yeah. But I get it. We've never had like a big radio single, nothing like that. We've always been able to just... Hey, you sell tickets. Sell tickets. Yeah. Yeah. People love you guys. And you have a fan base that's yeah. been around for a while. And uh, God, that's insane. Why did I not know it was announced? I feel like every time I see a tour... That is coming. I just don't like. I like. I. It's like a part of me that like is like. Is this real? Is this actually happening? Yeah, like, yeah, is yeah. This- well, yeah, because yeah. people are still canceling tours. Like, yeah, constantly. obviously, left and right. Yeah. Knock on wood. Yeah, knock on wood. <gasps> oh.
Oh, this is nice wood right yeah, here. It's quality wood. Oh, <laughs> you know. God. So, so with the tour, that means acting's put on hold for now. Yeah, for the most part, mm. there's not really anything happening in that world for me. That could change on on a, on a dime though, like in a win. Yeah. Win, whatever. Whatever the phrase is. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm not. I, mad, I'm not mad about it. I've been thinking about acting recently. I honestly would like to be in an acting class because I don't want to like people hit me in my inbox with like all this celebrity kind of stuff. Like, hey, come be like on this reality show or like come do this thing as like a celebrity. Nah. Like dancing and with the stars? In that vein. Okay. In that vein. I was asked to do Dancing with the Stars like some years ago and then Riker ended up doing it. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And freaking killed it, by the way. I don't know if you guys ever saw his Pirates of the Caribbean dance. <laughs> Quality. <laughs> he was full out. Maybe though. the best dance Dancing with the Stars ever had. I'm just saying. Said by you. For sure, I mean, it's quality. I mean, if there was like a vote put together, it might make like top five. It's yeah. seriously dynamite. <laughs> they might have that. There's like middle aged women who That's are true. very there's, passionate about There's like tons of yeah. websites with the top. They're dances. dedicated, like <laughs> forums, like they all look like they were designed in 2002. Sick. But they're out there. Yeah. We should go peep that. So, when's the last time you were on a set? The last time I was on a set was right before the pandemic hit. Oh I was doing the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Is that is has this been the longest you haven't been on a set? Yes, like probably in decades, right? Yeah, the last time. Oh. The, well, that's what was so great about the <laughs> pandemic for me is I never had this much downtime since I was like fifteen. That's crazy. And I was soaking it up. I was like, yes, I love it. But but now you just want to act anywhere, literally in an acting class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I I'm like more inclined to do like an off Broadway actors like thing than to do the celebrity thing. Is that the next challenge for you? Is doing something on stage? I mean, eight shows a week is hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But on it's Broadway. but it's but that's like. That's like the cream of the crop acting. Yeah. No, that's like the real test, right? You, mm -hmm. There's no two takes. But 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 the difference, the biggest difference is when you're doing a film, you show up to set that day and you get your little mini sides and you know your side, you know your lines and you run the scene like twice and then the cameras are rolling. When you do like an off-Broadway play or like just like one of those shows, you've probably run those scenes like 200 times <laughs> before anyone ever sees it. So it's literally in your body, and 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 um, you embody a character like you've never embodied one. before. Absolutely, and then you totally are just lost in it yeah. and, to the point um, where like each performance gets to be different for you, but you still know each other and where you're going and where to end. Mm -hmm. And that I I think that that I mean that's really what it's about. Yeah, you just perked up. You seem like thrilled. Like this seems like a a high for you. Yeah, I'd like to do that at some point, but 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 none of it scares you. No. 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 But um there's comfort in a second take. But you can't do that on stage. Sick. I like the stage. Yeah, I I don't want to be that guy but like I I've always believed that some of the best performers in the world start on Broadway and mm -hmm. start on this uh, on a theater stage because they you can't stop. Yeah. There's no stopping. Yeah, you got to always be on. There. But there, there's also no room for necessarily personal interpretation so you can't there's no room to banter to like like you can't riff to get somewhere like everything is precise and it's god man you're lost in it yeah 
Yeah, and as a viewer, you're lost in it too. And that's mm -hmm. God. Nothing is better than live theater, in my opinion. And I grew up on it. That would be pretty sick. You I'd love that. do it. I love it to do that. Sick. Honestly, I feel like because my last my last real acting um challenge, I guess you could say. I don't know. I mean, uh, was it Dahmer? Yeah. So the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina was like definitely had its challenges and was definitely a good learning experience and I had a great time and I loved that um the cast and the crew and everyone involved was amazing. Um I don't know. I just feel like I just in the acting world, I just I'm waiting for that role to come around where it's like, oh no, that's mine. Cuz oftentimes I'm auditioning for these things where it's like beautiful boy or like <laughs> This guy's got this guy's perfect or whatever, and I'm like, that's not me. Like, there's a bunch of Hollywood pretty boys that way more suit that archetype. No, you want you want Jeffrey Dahmer level. You want yeah, you know. want different. It's, it's, like when I when when Dahmer came across my inbox, I was like, oh yeah, no, that's mine. <laughs> like it just like you kind of you can yeah, kind of sense it. Sense, but yeah. everybody lo from the outside looking in would have never been like, oh, it's gonna be his. Disney Channel dude gonna go play a serial killer yeah. at his early stages? Yeah. No fucking way. Yeah. That's what made it kind of like... It's amazing. Yeah, it made yeah. it like, whoa. The movie was so good. Yeah, it was fun. You it were, was fun. That was challenging. You were superb. I had uh, I had a little... um, I had like borderline wounds from that. Like just psychological like things I had to like get out of for a minute. Because you get into it. Yeah. You were with Al Alex Wolf was in that, right? Yeah, I learned a lot from Alex. Actually. He's Alex. I love you. I know you're out there. I love <laughs> you too, man. I miss you, bro. Hey, I like I like him a lot too. I'm not <laughs> as close, but he's, he's a good one. Did yeah. he? I know one of his techniques is that like he'll act as a character even while he's offset, and he'll go the like, whole film. We called each other. He called me Dahmer, yeah, and, and I called him Durf. The whole film. It gives you goosebumps he's the so whole good. time. Literally, he taught me a lot actually because he didn't really about what anybody thought about him. And a lot of people in like the crew got him. sick of him a little bit because he was loud and obnoxious. Because <laughs> that's kind of like the the character that he's being. He yeah, just yeah. never he never drops it. And that's what creates... Um, that oh, His performance in the film, honestly, is really great. Yeah. Um, but we actually shot this... We shot this scene that got cut out of the film because it wasn't accurate to what happened in the in the actual story of, of Dahmer's life. Um, but like... After so, there's a scene where Dahmer goes to the mall and he's um he's like spazzing out. He's like trying to cause a scene. Um, and we shot a scene after that that wasn't accurate, so it didn't make the film. But we're in the car on the way back to like Dahmer's house. Um. And Dahmer starts freaking out. He's like, like just basically like F you. Um, and literally right before we shot that scene. Uh, Alex is in like the driver's seat. He turns around and he goes, bah, bah, and just like, like kind of, like he kind of hit me. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that's the first time you? I ever said this. He just slapped you. He hit me in the face. <laughs> what, did, what was his intention with that? What did he want out of that? Um, what did he want you to emote? Well, because Dahmer, Dahmer is was very much kind of like the in that scene specifically is like kind of like a wounded puppy, like, like yeah, like. Like a broken, like a broken animal. Um, God. And uh, I remember when he did it. First of all, totally, I, I, it, like it didn't even surprise me. I was like, "Yep, yeah, that's something Alex would do, no doubt." <laughs> Thank you. Um, and 
I remember it, it like, it, it, it did exactly what he wanted it to do. Which was? It totally just got me like kind of fired up and kind of like resentful. Um, yeah, it was effective. Yeah. It was effective and it worked. And, and I think he knew that I was okay with it. Totally. Your commitment to the role. You yeah. want perfection. You want it to be the best performance it could possibly be. So if it means punching you in the face three times. Yeah. It's worth it. So f***ing be it. And the director actually told us, he was like, actually after that day, we were all like, damn, that was like some good acting. Like we were all like kind of feeling good about it. <laughs> and uh, the director, after he like made the first edit, he's like, that scene didn't make it, but you guys really killed it. <laughs> he's like, really like, but it, it just wasn't, it didn't work in the story. It wasn't accurate. Mm -hmm. After you play a role like that, how do you kind of get out of it? It took me a little, it took me a second. Um just like just like uh just like resume being Ross cuz I'm like pretty lighthearted. I like to make people laugh. You're peachy, yeah. bro. Yeah. Positive. I like to have a good time. <laughs> you um, are not Jeffrey Dahmer. You're far from Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um what do you guys have in common? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Blonde hair. That's about it. So, Rocky, what's it like for you as a brother to watch your brother play a serial killer? Because it's a movie, like I guess I don't like. I don't like. Think this it's guy like, loves too horror crazy. films. Yeah, like I'm, I like scary movies. Like Malignant. Let's go. You guys seen Malignant? <laughs> have no, you seen that movie? I heard it's good though. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Uh, but no, actually, you know, we were, I was one of the first people to see the movie. Yeah. Because um, we were in New York. Yeah. I was doing this. Um, you were doing the Broadway I was doing thing. an off-Broadway yeah. thing with Adam Shankman. Yeah. Um, they were trying to put 17 again on Broadway. Yeah. Yeah. How many performances did you end up doing of it? We did like three, maybe three performances. And like, it wasn't a lot. So like before preview stages of it? or was it Yeah, it was yeah. before previews. Cool. Yeah. Um. But we were out there in New York, and uh, we ran into Alex. We ran into yeah. Mark Myers, who directed the film, and uh, he's like, "I got an edit." Yeah, we were at dinner, and he was like, "You guys want to yeah. come watch it?" He's like, "You." Want it was like, <laughs> that was like 10 p.m. Yeah. He's like, "You guys want to come watch yeah, the movie?" Like, we're like, "Yeah." That's sick. Oh, we were in cool. Ellington too, so it was. Oh yeah, Ellington. And Ellington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the first people to see it. Mm -hmm. uh, that was sick. That's pretty cool. God. So you had a taste of Broadway, off Broadway at least. It stage. was. It, it was. It, I mean, we were just in the ballroom. Like, it's just like a little ball. But, like, it, you, that's the process. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. It's cool to see how those things come to be. Because you're right. You end up doing it hundreds of times before you actually hit the stage or see an audience. Mm -hmm. It's wild. It's crazy. What are you thinking? Well, the one other question, were you bummed when Sabrina was canceled? I actually remember telling all my castmates, this is it. You knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, six months before, like, um, before we left. How or why? Mostly intuition, from experiencing that before. No, I could just I could just kind of feel it. I was like, I didn't really know why, but I just had a feeling that this was going to uh, be the last. Did one. you guys like end? Like, was the last episode? Did it like resolve? No, no. The, it was like our, a the creator, <laughs> the creator of the show, was like so bummed that the show ended because the show ends with Sabrina and and Nick. Spoilers. Spoiler. Spoiler. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> serious spoilers um dying oh. and oh. and that's that's not how the creator wanted it to be at all oh so he was like he was like really begging netflix or warner brothers i can't remember which to um give us like eight more episodes ten more episodes yeah, just, just a small stint to yeah. like round out all the storylines mm -mm. um 
but uh, that's business. Wasn't it yeah. supposed to be a part of a larger universe? Yeah, I think they were trying to do a, like an Archie Comics universe yeah. because Riverdale obviously is like such a success. And and honestly, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is totally underplayed for how well it did. It was yeah. a, it was a massive success on Netflix. Every time it came out, it was like, you know how they had like the little top 10 sticker? <laughs> it was up there. Oh, yeah, every single time. There's also like a massive petition to get it back on the air with like yeah. 500,000 mm-hmm. likes or signatures or whatever it is. Wow. Yeah. 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 I didn't know that. I think yeah. now wow. that it's been like two years, it's a little far-fetched because mm-hmm. honestly, there was a lot of really like cream of the crop actors on that show. Like, like Michelle Gomez, like, like just, there's like just a lot of like, yeah. they're onto other things already. Like they're doing big things, you know. And do you and Jazz live together? Not really. We c- we we have our own places, but we spend the night a lot. <laughs> Occasionally, yeah. <laughs> Every now and then. Please, please. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but that's. I mean, that's special to come out of that too. You know, you met somebody. Yeah. yeah. The writers actually wrote our characters together because we had such chemistry. It's wild. Yeah. And you totally see it on the show, in my opinion. Do you remember the first time you met her? Yeah. Yeah. Where were you? It was, um, dude, for some reason, I booked that show. It was like such a quick turnaround. I booked it, and they were like, cool, you're flying to Vancouver in like two days. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I, it, it happened so fast, I couldn't really process what was going on. I was going to be in Vancouver for the next two years. I had no idea. So I was like on set. I was meeting everybody, and I was just thinking... Okay, what's up? Hi, nice to meet you. I didn't really think anything of it. I don't know why. Um, and then like 10 months went by and I was like, holy crap, I've been here for a long time. But yeah, no, I met her um, <laughs> at the sexual harassment seminar. <laughs> but so that's where you meet her for the first time? Yeah, I think so. Because that was like, literally, that was the first time we were all in the same room was for the sexual harassment seminar. <laughs> Wild. Yeah. That's, now y'all are happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's uh, probably the smartest woman I know. Hopefully your mom doesn't hear that. Well, my mom is super smart. Jasmine has different wisdoms. Yeah. Do you feel like you're the best version of yourself when you're with her? Yeah. I mean, I like a lot of versions of myself. I like the version of myself when I'm with her a lot. Does she push you to be the best? She does it in such a way that's not... Pre- it's not pressure it's it's like it's like pleasant expectation where she's like no 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 you're great it's fine just be great feels good oh yeah it's like it's like reassurance to believe in yourself number one fan yeah i like that boom listen like that. to the driver era's new album link in the description below are you good we got it all Gosh, we did. We covered a lot. Talked about a lot. I feel like every time we come in here, we're just like gabbing. You all make me very happy. It's like therapy. Yeah, it's nice. I feel like I got a lot off my chest. I feel like this isn't for the internet. I thank you both for coming and hanging out, and maybe you'll curb your your vape habit by the next time we see (laughs) you. I mean, okay, I don't actually have a vape habit. I just happen. I bought one, which is that that already started to happen. Yeah, I mean, I haven't gotten there yet, but okay. How often do you do it in a day? I don't have one now. Ooh. It's yeah. a past thing already. Yeah, yeah. Look at I've that. moved on. Really? Yeah. But does it, like, does it, d- is it in the garbage? <laughs> yeah, I ran out. 
and ran out. <laughs> <laughs> I ran out. Oh, I was like, oh, no. All right. Caught. Click uh, the link in the description. Listen to the Driver Error's brand new album. Please, 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 please. Girlfriend or girlfriends? Girlfriend. 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 Just Girlfriend. Yeah. No S. That's right. right. Driver Error. Ross and Rocky. Yo, thanks for having us, y'all. Hey, beautiful human. Thank you so much for listening to our conversation with the Driver Era. Ross and Rocky are amazing. Listen to Girlfriend, please, and subscribe to our podcast. And let us know who we should talk to next at Zach Sang Show on any form of social media. Please be safe. Hug your family if you can. Don't go to jail and have a great day. I appreciate you. Peace and love.